Hello and welcome to Unoriginals, the Disney original musical, musical, Disney musical. Channel original movie podcast. It's not a musical. Not not one of these has been a musical yet. Not yet. Not yet. My name's David. And my name is Zach. And today we watched the 1999 film Horse Sense. It is also the end of season one. An 11 mm-hmm. episode season like we're an anime or a HBO series. Yeah, because we hate everything and can't have an even number. Oh, of course not. Um, but this is our official departure from the '90s, and we the are last moving 90s into movie. the next century, the 2000s. The 2000s, mm-hmm. leaving those Halloween towns, or just the one, the just the, one. the Johnny Tsunami, just the one, just the one, the Xenon, the Xenon, just, just the one. We're leaving all those <laughs> behind. <laughs> No more of those, except for when there's more of those in the 2000s. <laughs> oh, man. Freeman, mm-hmm. is it my turn to give a synopsis? I think it is. All right. So, what? Johnny is a young kid. Tommy. Tommy. Tommy? Tommy. He said Johnny Tsunami, and I thought his name was Johnny Montana for some reason. Because <laughs> of the joke that we made when we were starting to watch it. Tommy. Tommy Montana. Not his real last mm-hmm. name. No. Is... A farm boy in Montana, and he's going to go spend the next two weeks with his cousin in Beverly Hills. That's where he wants to be. be. (laughs) Visiting Beverly Hills. And um, he goes to visit his cousin, Michael, who is like 30, but playing a 20-year-old in college, who's dating a vapid movie heiress. And, um, he basically blows off Michael for an entire two weeks mm-hmm. to hang out with his girlfriend. Including skipping on going to Disneyland. Yeah, including skipping on going to Disneyland. And Nights at the Round Table, which is, um, medieval times. medieval times. Yeah. So then, obviously, Tommy is sad because he thought Michael was cool, but Michael's lame and selfish. So he goes back to Montana, and then the family finds out that Michael was a big poop. And decide that they're going to send him to Montana to learn some responsibility for a month. And then they go. And he's kind of a poop boy. But then he learns responsibility and selflessness and how to care about other people. And Mm -hmm. also, uh uh-oh, Freeman, they're going to lose the ranch. Oh, no. But it's okay, because he learned the value of selflessness and um, tries to give them money. But they say, no. But then it's okay, because he there's wild horses on their land, so they put the land into a land trust. And then everything's okay. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ends. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much it. I, I don't know what else to say about it. That is, that is the film. No, you, you got it um, yeah. You got it right on the head there. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's just yeah. kind of average? I don't know. It's it's not the horse film we were hoping for. No, I will say I was quite disappointed. I was I, hoping that with the name like Horse Sense, there would be some sort of well, superpowers. Well, the thing is, horses. Michael does have a sense for horses. Right. He can but tell not in what, the way that I thought. He can tell what horses are going to win a horse race, which is only used once. Which is used once. Yeah, and then never again is it mentioned. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting. I guess that's the horse sense. That's about as close as you get. Also, it's a cattle so. ranch. It's not even, like, for raising horses. They have horses. No, but there's wild horses. Yeah, yeah. Freeman. Yeah? I, I, I want to ask you for our big season finale here, for our big uh-huh. season finale episode, which is definitely going to be shorter than our last episode. What? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, no, never. For our big season finale, Freeman, Mm -hmm. I I want to ask you what you did and did not like about this film, but it's just so middle of the road. Yeah. Yeah, is there anything specific that you can think of? It kind of drags on a bit in a lot of places. Mm -hmm. Like, the ending takes a while for it to actually happen, and by the time that it happens, you've seen it coming from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. And the beginning with like the whole two-week montage for a montage it's incredibly long yeah it's like half an hour long Mm -hmm. it's not really a montage so much as it is like the first act Mm -hmm. which is way too long because you get it you get it within like the first five minutes of meeting the character michael right 
Also, it's like really heavy-handed about it. Uh, oh, lesson. for sure. Also, I'm not uh, here. Here's a thing that we kind of mentioned. I'm not sure about naming the one Native American character Mule. Yeah, that's a little um, little on the nose there. Yeah, yeah, not, that's a little, that's a little, really that's a little racist. Yeah, he could have got a cool nickname like Twister. The, no, the Proto Ron Swanson, mm-hmm. who shows Which... up, who shows up in one scene to tell Michael that he's a garbage person. Which is fantastic. And then and leave. Mm-hmm. It also shows up to go. You don't get to sit at the head of the table. Mm-hmm. You sit next to me and eat this bacon, which comes from pigs, not, not turkey. turkeys, and eat these eggs that are the right color because mm-hmm. they're not eaten. They're not being uh, fed garbage. Also, here's some jerky. <laughs> Go look out for the wolves. <laughs> <laughs> also, the jerky is not turkey. <laughs> it's also not turkey. We don't see a single wolf in this film. No, we hear one, though. Yeah, for seeing, for for hearing about wolves for, like, a good, like, ten minutes, we don't see a mm-hmm. wolf. No. It's just so, oh my god, this movie is just so nothing. It's the yeah. perfect end to the 99 films. It's just, yeah, just it's not bad, it's, it's not there. good, it's just middle of the road. It's just there. Because we'll probably spend some time at the end of this episode reflecting on the 90s films. Mm-hmm. But there's so there's so many that are really good, and so many that are so bad, and then but all the rest of them are just like middle of the road. So like mm-hmm. they kind of balance out to nothing, you know? Right. They're just so middling right. that like this is the perfect end to the ninety nine the nineties films because they're they're all just nothing. Oh yeah, and this film is just nothing. But you know, David, speaking of nothing, yeah, the people in this nothing of a film actually did continue on to go into something. And I, I would like to introduce everybody's favorite segment. What else did they do? Now, Freeman, I did do some... I didn't look into any of the actors, mm-hmm. specifically. However, the stars of the film mm-hmm. are Joey and Andrew Lawrence. They are brothers. Yes. And they will be going on to be in a sequel to this film... Yeah. In 2001, so we're a ways out mm-hmm. from it. But it's called Jumping Ship. And do you know who's in Jumping Ship? Who is in Jumping Ship? Their right? third brother. There's three? Yes. Oh. So, okay, I, I have something else about that real quick. Before okay. we get on to what else did they do, because okay. I saw this while I was there, and I didn't right. know, like, if this was going to be anything. But, yeah. so, uh, Matthew is their is their brother, right? That's the third brother? That's the third one. His name is okay. Matthew. Yes. And the thing about Matthew is he has a cameo in this movie. In this movie? Who does he play? In in this movie, he is the cowboy that um, Joey Lawrence runs into in the airport. Oh my god. At the beginning of the that movie. That makes so much sense. Because <laughs> I thought that was a weird shot. And also, David... Um, something else that I'm seeing here on the IMDb page that I think that I think you will find interesting please, because you please, specifically please. said it wasn't this. Okay. Um, remember when Tommy is watching TV when he first arrives at LA? Wait, it is Brink? It is Brink. It didn't look like Brink. It didn't or look it, like it. It did look Brink like Brink, but I couldn't place the specific scene. Like, the mm-hmm. specific scene didn't look like it was from Brink. No, but yeah, Brink is playing. That was Brink? Okay. That yeah, was yeah, Brink. I thought it was Brink. There, yeah, there's a scene in, in Beverly Hills where he's just watching mm-hmm. uh, an inline skating movie, and I'm, and I'm sitting there going, Brink? I think that's Brink. And then it shows a like better shot of it, and I'm like, oh, that scene isn't in Brink, but apparently it was. Apparently it was. That that just shows you how much we love that movie. Yeah. Um. All so... Right. What else did they do? All right, you got three so first for me. up, we have Joey Lawrence himself, All Michael right. Woods. All right. Um, this man looks Joey like Lawrence... a discount Chris Pine before Chris Pine was Chris Pine. I mean, I can, I can kind of see that. He, that's what I'm saying, discount Chris Pine. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about that. He's got but... quite the, like, five o'clock shadow throughout the entire film for a guy who's supposed to be 20. Yeah, this is true. All right. Give me my so, options. was Joey Lawrence in... Oliver and Company, or okay. All Dogs Go to Heaven? Oh my god! <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. 
I can't fathom him being in either of those films. I know. I'm going to go with Oliver and Company because of the Disney link. You're correct. He was in Oliver yeah. and Company. Do you know who he voiced? Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's the tiny cat. Walt Freeman, why should I worry? Why, <laughs> why should, should I, I care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he voices Oliver. But I got street savoir and, and, you know, voice acting is something that is common in the family. So for okay. Andrew Lawrence, who plays Tommy Biggs, mm-hmm. was he in Rocket Power or Recess? Um, Recess was a Disney show, so I'm going to have to go with Recess. You're correct. He was in yeah. Recess. Do you know who he voiced? Oh, my God. He he voices the main kid. I don't remember the name of... Uh, yeah, TJ. Uh, TJ. Mm-hmm. I don't he remember any of the TJ. name of the characters in Recess, but yeah, he... I, I was so excited when I saw like, that. I'm like, I know that voice, actually. And yeah. you said, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, now you totally know it. And you can't yeah, hear yeah, it. Yeah, I can't hear it now. Thank you for and that. And then for, for our last... Um, what else did yeah, they do for yeah, yeah. this time? We have, uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Frida Fo Shen, or okay. Arlene. Yeah, yeah. Was she in I Mulan? I looked at her briefly, but I don't remember. I didn't. Was she right. in Mulan or Mulan? Mulan, the animated, or Mulan, the 2020 live action? Correct, 98 or 2020. Which one was she in? Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to... That's hard. I'm going to go with the animated. You're correct. Do you know who she voiced? Does she play Mulan's mother? You are 100% correct. You you got every single one of these right. This is not fair. It, it, you know, I never get them right. <sighs> it, it's only fitting, the first yeah. season finale. This, we, this is not pre-discussed, uh, not pre-determined. No, no. And I, as I said, I looked at her, um, I looked at only her Wikipedia page. Because mm-hmm. she plays one of the better characters in this film. Mm-hmm. But I did not look at her filmography. In fact, it's not even on her Wikipedia page. No, that's a her bummer. filmography. So I, you know, I, I randomly guessed is what I did there. And I knew that she wasn't one of the sisters. No. Um, Just because her voice doesn't fit. And I knew she wasn't the grandma. Because right. voice didn't fit. So then I, you know, how many female characters are in Mulan? Not a lot. And the answer is Mulan. Mm-hmm. So, Which, no. Yeah. Um, who is Ming-Na Wen. Mm-hmm. Plays Mulan. And um, should still have been Mulan in the live action one, in my opinion. Honestly, I agree. Yeah. Good but news, she Ming-Na did Wen. reprise her role in Mulan 2 in 2004. I feel bad for In case you were that. concerned. I feel bad about that one, Freeman. Look, I was just wondering, in case you were concerned, she did reprise her role, so. Yeah, I'm just, I'm happy I got all those right, but, I know, like. I'm happy for you, too. It, it pretty much followed the um, theory for the first two of, well, this is a Disney property, the other one's not. Right. And the last one was, yeah, just me flailing and guessing that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's good in that film, in, in this film, though. Yeah, she's really not bad. Most of like people who are like really good in this film are her and like the guy who plays Twister. Well, I thought the kid, um, Tommy, he wasn't that bad either. They're both fine, but like yeah. the the problem is you. I mean, you can how to explain this? He he feels like a voice actor. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, because his voice will be doing something, and he his body will be like not following that at all. Mm-hmm. Especially for like the uh, treehouse scene, yeah. Like his his body, like his his body is not matching like what's in his voice. Like he's playing no, it up really close. hard in a way that mm-hmm. makes sense in like a cartoon, mm-hmm. but like does not make sense in real life. I didn't make a segment for this. What this? Yeah, I know. All my segments are like music related. Oh, that's fair, yeah. and um. That would require this film to have music in it. I mean, it has the one ska song from Yeah, Brink. it has one song, ska song from Brink, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't count. And I'm trying to, I mean, I'm trying to think of what my other segment was, and it was the director one. Right. But, I mean, if I quickly look at the director here. I doubt Greg there's anything crazy. Oh, he did actually Greg some interesting Beeman? stuff. 
Yeah, we'll just talk about what he did. Okay. He directed three episodes of The Wonder Years. Hmm. He directed one episode of Erie, Indiana. Mm-hmm. Eleven episodes of Jag. Mm-hmm. He directed Brink. No. Yes. Oh. <laughs> he directed, obviously, Horse Sense. Right. He directed what will be another movie that we watch, Miracle in Lane 2. Okay. He directed another TV movie called The Ultimate Christmas Present, which I believe to also be a Disney Channel original. Yeah, it is. Oh, boy, great. Um, So he's directed four so far, and you know something? This mm-hmm. one's significantly better than Brink, so if they keep going up from here, we're going to be great they, by the time we're we get in, to... Yeah, we're going to be good. He directed, he directed 105 episodes of Smallville. Huh. Yeah. How many episodes of Smallville are there? Um, a lot. Let's see. Many. There are... How many episodes? There are 217. So he directed oh. around half of the Smallville episodes. He Good directed another Disney Channel original movie. A Ring of Endless Light. Okay. Then, he was the... And he was also, the, by the way, an executive producer on... Smallville. Mm-hmm. And then he was a director and executive producer on 58 episodes of Heroes. Hmm. Yeah. It looks like he's worked on Lucifer and then a bit, too. he did do that, too. And then he yeah. also directed a television pilot for Aquaman. Hmm. Oh, my goodness. Into the what? future. Into, like, the modern day, by the way. Right. He directed one episode of Nancy Drew, one episode of Swamp Thing, one episode mm-hmm. of Batwoman, Two episodes of Stargirl. Hmm. He also directed six episodes of that Minority Report TV show. Interesting. He also directed one episode of No Ordinary Family. Do you remember that show? No. Oh, it was not good. They were superheroes. Oh, I'm sure. Anyway. Um, he also directed one episode of Once Upon a Time. No, oh, that tracks. Yeah, that tracks. There, I mean, that's the thing, right? Is like the music was not notable. Right. Obviously, this is wild that he directed all these um, films. Mm-hmm. Oh, he directed a lost, a lost Disney Channel original movie, Freeman, before Brink. Oh. Okay. If someone can find us a copy of this, because it's not on Disney Plus, I'm I'm looking mm-hmm. it up now. Is it under wraps? It is about? under wraps. Is that Disney Channel? Yes. Oh, it is, yeah. It is a Disney Channel original movie. It is the first Disney Channel original movie. I'm looking it okay, up right now. Is it? it on here? Yeah, 97. Yeah, that's pre... It's not on Disney+. Plus. It's that. not on there. It is lost Disney Channel media. Huh. And the film... Okay, Freeman. The film mm-hmm. was unavailable on home video until July 5th, 2012. When Platinum Disc released it on TV, but it's currently available on iTunes and Amazon Video. Well, I know what we're doing. Oh my goodness. We're I guess going we have to... to spend money. <laughs> we have to spend four bucks? Oh no. Oh, I have Prime uh, Video. I might just be able to watch it. No, I do okay. need to buy it. I, need, I would need All to right. like rent it. It's... Well, we need to go back. Back to 97? Mm-hmm. So this isn't the season finale. No, this isn't the season finale. We, we lied. We lied. We're going to get a clean 12 episodes. We go back. Back to the mummy? Yeah. I'm scared. Three curious teenagers and one very confused mummy collaborate through some risky adventures with a race against time to reunite the mummy with his lover from 4,500 years ago. Alternatively, the Amazon one, 12-year-old friends help a mummy on Halloween. You know, alternatively, David, we don't go back and we just forget we saw this. It's too late. I think it is too late. You're right. Oh, no. <laughs> How can we go back, Freeman, now that we've said on man, air... I'm, I'm adding a line now. That oh, Under man. Wraps exists and is the first decom. Under Wraps. Under Wraps. Especially, Freeman, when it so clearly relates to the Disney Channel original movie Cinematic Universe. Oh, obviously, yeah. I mean, this one does too, but we'll get to that. Well... This one shows that Brink exists in universe. <laughs> that Brink exists in universe, yes. But as we'll a movie, to, we'll get to where I think this relates to okay. another film right. later. Okay. Can I'm so mad that I found this. October I'm really mad that I found this. 
All right, I'm I'm adding in another line. We found we found this this one that Disney doesn't Disney doesn't want you to know about this Disney, Disney doesn't Channel want us to movie. see this one. Yeah. Disney doesn't want us to see it, but we're going to next time, mm-hmm. and they can't stop us. We nope. don't we're not listening to Disney the Disney cops, Disney police, the the Disney the Disleys. Disleys? Yeah. Yeah. Disleys. Although I have to warn you, Freeman. Mm-hmm. That the legend goes that whoever watches this is put on the no entrance list to all Disney properties. Oh, I think it's worth it. I think, you think so. I think we just kind of have to. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 banned. It's like breaking into that vault of that Disney has of everything their animators drew during right, their time at Disney, even the naughty stuff. Hmm. Um. It's like breaking into that, except it's on Amazon and you can buy it for five bucks. Yeah, it says this television film is considered to be the first Disney Channel original movie. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, and I sure wish it wasn't. And I wish out of everyone who did it, it wasn't this man. Mm -hmm. I wish it had been anyone else. Now, there was actually a film in 1986, Freeman, Mm -hmm. released... Well, directed by John Beeman. It's his first film. Or Greg Beeman, sorry. Mm-hmm. It is his first film. It is called The Richest Cat in the World. Oh? And, um, do you know who distributed it? Disney? Walt Disney Television. Well, so here's the thing, David. I'm looking at this right now, because now yes. I need to see if there's anything else we're missing. Well, no, because they and... released it on ABC, Freeman, so it does not count. Right. See, the thing is, yeah. in 1997, Under Wraps was the first one released on the Disney Channel. It is exactly, a Disney that's Channel what I'm original saying. movie. However, there are movies before it, starting from 1990, all the way in 1983 yeah. with the movie Tiger Town. However, those are labeled yes. as Disney Channel premiere films. So yes, they're not so they Disney count. Channel original movies. Channel original they don't movies. count. Yes. Now, exactly if correct. by some stroke of pure luck, we make it through all 103 of these, including, or no, 104, because there's Zombies 2 now, apparently. Yes, because um, you are now changing every, no, yeah, because you now had to step up every single number to be the next Yeah, one. so we have 104 movies now. If by, some, if by some stroke of luck, we make it through all 104 of these, we will start breaking into the Disney Channel premiere films if we can find them. Hey, Freeman. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means? What does that mean, David? But under wraps, you know what, Freeman? Huh? We might want to push under wraps back. Have it be the Halloween special? Oh yeah, yeah, I think so. Push it I, back. I, think I agree with you. Watch that film on, you know, like the thirtieth. Yeah. Or you know the week of, and drop it on, on that Halloween. Saturday on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. As a bonus episode, which means we will that week have to watch. Probably like two films. You know what? That's a risk I'm willing to take yeah. for under wraps. Yeah, yeah. David. Yeah. They kept that film under, under wraps. wraps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we did it, baby. We did it. We can hey, go home. Oh, End hey, the podcast. Oh, over hey. now. We're done. Okay, so that this is the end of the season then. Mm-hmm. Yes, this yes, is this, this is, is the, the end of, of season. season one. That will be episode. We will nope. have season point five, um, which will be that episode. One point five. No, just point five. It point comes five? before season one. Oh, well, we should make it point two to Kingdom Hearts. Just oh, yeah. random decimal points. Season one point five final mix. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one will exist in a season of its own as a bonus right. episode. Oh, so Halloween. wait, no, no, no. So actually, that's that's chain of chain of decoms. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's that that's, that's uh, included in one one point five final yeah. mix. Right, but like yeah. you know, it's it's its own separate entity. All right, I I want to I want to finish up this film so we can reflect on the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, Freeman. Yes, David. Out of ten wild horses, I was thinking out of ten antique cabinets. Oh, uh, well, antique cabinets is pretty good too. Out of ten <laughs> antique cabinets carved to look like horses, mm-hmm. what would you give this film? <sighs> I think this film, it's just okay. It's not bad. It's not good. But it's not entertaining. Yeah. Like it's not. No, I mean I've got I a number in my head that is perfect for this film. Yeah, I think it's just like a three. You're going three. I'm going three because like it's not good. 
but okay. like I don't want to watch this movie again huh. and like it has no value to me in any sense other than that there's a sequel that I'm pretty excited about because <laughs> that one's about boats. I can't sure wait for the boats is. to talk, David. Um, <laughs> we're going to be able to sense what boat is it going to win in a boat race yeah of course and then at the end for him to go to a boat that's that's upset in the water and calm it down oh, no David they're all out in the marina all the wild boats they look so natural Al- nice. alternatively Freeman <laughs> seahorses oh of course I think three is harsh personally really yeah yeah, yeah, I don't think this film is that bad. It's, I mean, the thing is, it's not bad. I'm not, I'm not telling you to change your there. score. I, I respect your score as being a three. Right. But for me, that feels low. Especially when, you know, Brink is down there. This is true. Especially when, like, You Lucky Dog and Can of Worms and Xenon are down there. Xenon, I think, was down there, right? Um. Let me check. We have the thing Yeah, Xenon we have as a four out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, so Xenon's kind of down there. This is... More enjoyable. I would watch this before I watch Xenon again. I agree. I'm gonna up mine to four because okay. it's on. Four it's basically fair. the same level. Yeah, and that's fine. As I said, I'm not asking to change it, but I'm gonna say this mm-hmm. is, and I think I already kind of gave away what I'm thinking. This film is middle of the road. Mm-hmm. Just a five. Yeah, if you look at middle of the road in like a dictionary, this is the this movie is one of the descriptions. Mm-hmm. Right. It is a five. This is the epitome of a five. Yeah, because it's not bad, it's not good, it's just there. It, it is there, and it, I, you know, I would watch it. I would not seek it out again to watch it. No, not in the slightest. But, it, and, and you know, I didn't laugh at any point during this movie at a, at a joke that we didn't make. No, because they didn't make jokes in this movie. No, they did not. But if this film was on Disney Channel, and I was scrolling through the channels, and I was in, I was looking for something like, not to watch, but, like, to have on as background noise. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did my laundry while we watched this film. Yeah. Like, it's not a joke. I, I hung up laundry while we watched this film, and it was fine. Like, I didn't miss mm-hmm. anything. And mm-hmm. I came back, and I was like, yeah, this, this is fine. It, it is as middle of the road as it can get. It is a five. You know, I wouldn't change the channel if I were flipping through channels for background noise. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's not, like, so bad, like, so egregious that it would distract me and I would have to change the channel. And it's not, like, so good that I would want to sit down and watch. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it is so inoffensive that it's just five. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah. So, Freeman, we briefly mentioned the links that this film has with other films. Mm-hmm. And you said where, Brink. Where do you think here? Yeah, Brink. You said Brink. And the question is, was he watching the film Brink, or was he watching a recording of their X, faux X game? See, the thing, the thing is, I think based on what clip they were showing, is the whole answer to that, as to whether or not it was the X Games, or if the movie Brink yeah. just exists. And I don't know, and I'm going to guess I feel like it wasn't Brink an X exists. Games clip. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, I think it's just that Brink exists in-universe. Right, because also, like, the likelihood of it being an X Games clip, whereas the rest of the movie is incredibly low compared to anything else. Which means that we're going down the rabbit hole, Freeman. Oh, we sure are. Because that means that Brink has shunted into a different universe from this film. Mm-hmm. Because it exists as a movie in this movie. Right. And this movie is clearly linked, Freeman, mm-hmm. with you, Lucky Dog. Yeah. He can sense horses. Right, but he can't speak to and them. And their desire to understand win. them. That's right. He is a budding horse psychic. Mm-hmm. And he does not know it. If he had trained his horse psychic powers from an early age... Yeah, when he was younger. Like he mm-hmm. had, like, the character in um, You Lucky Dog, he would be a horse psychic. You're right. But because he didn't. Here's he, where we're at. Yeah. He just has a feeling about horses. You're right. Which means, Freeman, we now have split the timeline in the season finale. Mm-hmm. There are now two universes. Mm-hmm. A universe within a universe. It's like a Tarantino film. Mm-hmm. Where um, some of his films happen in like this alternate timeline from us. Right. And some of those films are films in those films. Which, honestly, is probably better for us anyways, because then we can yeah. kind of use those as an out, you know? <laughs> yeah, but we won't. No. 
because that, that means to. to me that Johnny Tsunami is entirely unrelated to Brink, except that maybe he saw Brink. Maybe he did, and that's why he likes um, surfboarding and snowboarding. Well, no, we know why he likes surfboarding. Well, he likes surfboarding because of his grandfather. His grandfather. Heck yeah, grandpa. Film. Heck yeah, grandpa. Heck yeah, grandpa. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, is like, Johnny Tsunami, probably real. Mm-hmm. Probably not a uh, movie. Brink, a movie. Movie. Now, that also raises the question of if the monster... But, okay. Here's the other thing. Mm-hmm. We say that Halloween Town exists in the same universe as You Lucky Dog. And they are linked. Yes. Which means that Brink is currently alone in relegated to its own dimension of being a movie within a movie. Right, because, because that means that all the, the monster here. stuff is also real in the same universe as this film. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think that's fine. I'm okay with quarantining Brink. I think that's fine. Yeah. I think that's actually for the best. Yeah. Looking back on it, mm-hmm. I-, I-, I want to reflect on these films that we've watched over these past ten episodes in like three months or something now. Mm-hmm. And I want I want to ask you some questions. There's just... As a reflection on yeah. the 90s, without having seen sure. Under Wraps, but soon. Mm-hmm. Which film was your favorite? My favorite? Yeah. I want to say Johnny Tsunami, just because like I had the best time watching that film. Yeah. And you know what I mean by that? But also mm-hmm. at the same time, like I really didn't mind um, uh, 13th Year. 13th Year was pretty fun, too. Yeah. I liked that one. And, but the thing is, as far as watching a movie yeah. with you goes, because we watch movies very differently than other people watch movies. We, we watch them like Mystery Science Theater. Right. As far as that goes, Can of Worms was the best one to watch. <laughs> That's Because fair. it was just ridiculous. And it wasn't for me. I think looking back, um, Johnny Tsunami is my favorite film from the 90s. Mm-hmm. I think it is the best film from the 90s as well. I, I rated it lower than 13th Year. No, you didn't. Did I not? No, we rated Johnny Tsunami 10 out of 10 each. It's oh, the only I... certified original. You're right. I rated Johnny Tsunami a 9. No, no, no. Johnny Tsunami's a 10. Oh, Johnny, 13th you're year right. Is a I, I rated John... 13th Year a 9. You're right. And I think, and you know what? Now that you've reminded me of that, I think I'm right. I think we're both right. I think that Johnny Tsunami is the best film in the 90s. It is. I hold a special place in my heart mm-hmm. for Halloween Town. Oh, for sure. I do. And, and you know, I, I think a lot of other people do, too. I think that's why, mm-hmm. you know, we're getting into the weeds a little bit, you know, um, it, it is our second most watched ep- or listened to episode. Oh, for sure. I mean, a lot of people just remember Halloween Town, too. Yeah. And like, there's nothing, you know, I, I would agree. Halloween Town holds a special place in my heart, and I cannot mm-hmm. wait until we get to Calabar's Revenge. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait. But I do not think it is the best film of the decade. Or at least the decade that we've seen so far. Maybe Under Wraps is, like, a magical film that's better than anything we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. But I, I somehow doubt it. Do you want to write a notation, actually, that we need to watch Under Wraps now while we're thinking about it? I watch will it make sure that we do that okay no worries um freeman what do you think is the worst film from the 90s without having seen the worst film in the 90s um just because so i'm gonna explain my thought process on this one yeah or Um, or your least favorite it's kind mm -hmm. of the same here the one that i like the least from 90s and what was when i feel personally is the worst is actually Xenon. Okay. And it's not because the film itself is inherently bad, but it's because it gets such a good rep from so many people. Everyone always yeah. talks about how, oh, this is their favorite one. Like, they love Xenon. Zetus and Lapidus. it's just not good. No, it, it's not. It is It is vastly overrated. Mm-hmm. Especially And that's not to say that it's, like, the worst movie, because the worst no. one is Can of Worms. That is the worst objectively movie. Objectively, that is the worst film in the 90s from mm-hmm. the DCOMs. Absolutely. However, 
if you take into account the hype behind the movies, Xenon is the worst one because it doesn't hold up to it. I absolutely agree. Um, but I actually disagree on what I think is the worst film. Yeah? Yeah. And it's not Can of Worms. Can of Worms is, as I said, object as you said even, objectively the worst film. Just like, from an objective mm-hmm. stance, it is the worst. It's not a movie. It barely qualifies. And then you could say something like Smart House is bad because, you know, I don't remember anything from it. Um, Leela from Futurama is mm-hmm. it. Uh, you could say that Genius is bad because it's just so nothing. Same reason as Smart House. Right. The thing is, uh, we don't reference Can of Worms that often. Mm-hmm. We barely talk about Can of Worms. This is correct. We talk about it when we talk about, like, the worst one. Mm-hmm. Right? When we're like, oh, but at least it's not Can of Worms. Right. Right? Because Can of Worms, in the moment, was the worst one. Mm-hmm. And it had profound effects on my psyche. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny. Uh, but the film that we keep, and we're it, it feels like I keep harping on it, but there's a reason that... Every single time we come back, we're like, at least it's not to this film. We mention Can of Worms, and we mention another film. I know which one it is. And it's because, I think, for me, it's the worst because I remember it. And mm-hmm. I remember how much I didn't enjoy it as Brink. Mm-hmm. We, You Lucky Dog is bad. Oh, it's bad. Can of Worms like... is bad. But, like, You Lucky Dog is inoffensive enough that I've forgotten about it. But it's memorable enough that, like, you know about it still. Brink is yeah. so just nonsense. Yeah, I, I could barely matter. tell you... Th- I could barely tell you the plot of Can of Worms. I could barely tell you the plot of Brink. But Can of I Worms... I can tell you about You Lucky Dog, though. Yeah. Can of Worms is... It is... Someone put care into that film. Mm-hmm. And it didn't deserve it. No. And it was worse because someone cared. Mm-hmm. Brink is worse than it, I think. Like, not objectively, not from a filmmaking standpoint. No. Not from a plot standpoint, but from a watcher standpoint, like viewing it. Right. There's there's no contest. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I still think that, um, what did yeah, I say? Go ahead. Uh, Xenon? I still think that Xenon is the worst one just because of the reputation oh, it has. Oh, absolutely. But I 100% agree with you that Brink is not a good film. No. No, no, no. And I, I totally agree with Xenon being bad. I mean, if you don't know what we're talking about, just listen to the first, like, minute of the mm-hmm. review. You, you'll get the idea. David sums it up in a in a pretty good sentence. Yeah. Um, And Freeman, I feel like this bears some discussing. Mm-hmm. Which film do you feel like is the most average and forgettable of the nineties? I mean, so here's the thing. This the, what I'm about to say is going to be a little weird. Controversial. Um, All right. Yeah, because we talk praises about this one. Yeah, you're gonna say Halloween Town. I am gonna say Halloween Town because, to be completely honest, like I have to think hard to remember the full plot of Halloween Town. Well, then maybe I that's don't because have to think been... super hard about the rest of them. Maybe that's because of the barrage of everything else we watched since then. Still, though, I mean, yeah. I just, I like Halloween Town. I love it a lot. It's a great well, movie, but it's just, I don't know. I think, I think the first one is just kind of average. Yeah, if you and look I'm, at it as far as a film standpoint goes. And I don't know if this is the case with you, Freeman. Mm-hmm. I remember the bad films a lot more than I remember the good films. Oh, I do for sure. Um, so I'm trying not to be biased by that. Mm-hmm. Right, because I mean, like Johnny Tsunami is great, but I barely remember it. I remember most of Johnny Tsunami though, because I like Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, Thirteenth Year is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So I and, remember like, that. Good, but I like barely remember it. I Halloween remember it because Town... it's just goofy. Yeah, and so you, I think you remember them a lot better than I do. Mm-hmm. The good ones, whereas I remember the bad ones in vivid detail. When I close my eyes, I can see that dancing slug. <laughs> uh, so for me to just totally have blocked a film that I'm like it was fine out of my mind is you know pretty extreme and and it's between Genius and Smart House for me mm-hmm. like Halloween Town 
I think is rescued by my nostalgia for it. Right. It is it is average. But to me it's better. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I remember enough of Halloween Town to be like, yeah, I would watch Halloween Town again. But Smart House as we kind of said is like so nothing. I've seen that film a number of right. times before we watched it. And I didn't remember anything except for the house tries to kill them at the end. Mm-hmm. That's all I remembered. I didn't remember the party. I didn't remember the bullying. I didn't remember the weird stain-absorbing floors. Right, and the implications. Yeah. And I'd never seen Genius before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or maybe I have. I, I honestly wouldn't have been able to tell you. <laughs> um, because of how just nothing that film is right and this as we said this film is like the perfect middle of the road film Mm -hmm. but like i think this film even is less middle of the road than like genius so i'm gonna i'm gonna say genius i think well all right yeah any any other thoughts you want to share about um the 90s films i mean They've been real. They've been fun, but they haven't been real fun. They have um, been real fun. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the the thing is, they they all feel very much like the nineties. Um. Yeah. And and that's a sentence that makes sense. But yes. I don't know. I I think we're not gonna get like truly out of the nineties until at least two thousand two. Oh, you're absolutely right. These next films, they're they're not. You know temporally in the 90s no because see like we have we have alley alley cat strike which is a bowling movie like that is pure 90s yeah um ready to run which we've seen already also Uh, 90s that that film is not that 90s actually no but it's still it's still pretty much there yeah uh phantom of the megaplex i'm calling it now heavy 90s movie yeah xenon is 90s by definition because we know that xenon went into production immediately in 99 after the first one wrapped up Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think you're right. Is that absolutely not until like probably like mid oh one oh two are mm-hmm. we going to get out of the films that were written and pitched and filmed in the nineties? Like, get a clue might be clueless, which is nineties, right? But still, right. it's not going to be like clueless, clueless. Yeah, so we might even be in the nineties until Cheetah Girls. Yeah, because I mean, we do have the Even Stevens movie. Yeah. Which, that will be quite the movie. Yes, this is true. Yeah, you might be right. We might be in the 90s up until Cheetah Girls, or hell, even Xenon and, Z3. And that's pretty much what I expect. Yeah. I, I pretty much expect that we will be in the 90s for longer. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is publishing time period. We are out of the exactly. 90s. Exactly. Right. Oh, and I'm I'm so happy to be out of the 90s. I am, but also, like, I know they're not too far away. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm very scared of... Uh, I, I'm very scared as we get into the late 2000s. Mm-hmm. As we get into the early 2010s. Well, I Those will say, Those films David. scare me, and we're a long ways away. Early 2001, or late 2001, September 2001, yeah. is actually our lowest rated movie so far. Yes, that is um, the, the poof, poof point. point. Mm-hmm. Yes, which I'm not excited for. No, I'm not excited I, for that. I However, am, that is not our worst movie. I am frightened for the films that came out while we were watching Disney mm-hmm. Channel. Yeah. I like, am I'm... scared of them. I am not looking forward to watching like High School Musical and Twitches again because I know they're not going to be anywhere near as good. The one that I'm most scared to watch though is actually Jump In because I remember movie. loving that movie. <laughs> I I'm so weirdly I'm not scared of Camp Rock. I'm not scared of Camp Rock because I know it's bad. <laughs> and also I think <laughs> that one of I'm going to bring it back to Kingdom Hearts because I always do. Mm-hmm. Um. I believe the one of the Allison Stoner, mm-hmm. who I believe is the main is is the female lead in Camp Rock. No, it's Demi Lovato. It's, 
Demi Lovato? It's Demi Lovato. Allison Stoner, I think, is in Camp Rock. Maybe? I is don't know. the voice of Shion and Kyrie. And she can is sing. She in Camp Rock? She is in Camp Rock. You're right. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm down with that. Uh, that one I'm the least afraid of because it also has the Jonas Brothers in it. Yeah, so like, and they're, they're like, they're like look, carry look, these people can sing. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm, I'm, the 90s was the shortest time period that we're going to be in. Right. I think our next um, season, season two, is going to be through the 2010. No, absolutely not. No? No, our next season, we I, I think we should split it into like half decades. 2005? Mm-hmm. Okay. When we, when okay we get out of 2005, to, and then okay. 06 to 10 will be I'm our... I'm fine with that. However, yeah. that doesn't mean that we have way two it... seasons until we get to the best Disney Channel original movie. The Phineas and Ferb? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, and that's fine, Freeman. I think that it's smarter to split up seasons to be shorter. Because yeah, otherwise we would sense. have like a a 50-episode season or some, something absurd that like that. That is true. That is true. And I think that's going to be a reasonable length. This will be our shortest season. Mm-hmm. And also, Zombies 2? Yeah, Zombies 2. I think too. is our final one. I don't think there's going to be for that. Well, it depends, right? Because It depends on if they release them on Disney Channel or on Disney+, Plus, because we're not exactly. counting Disney+. Plus. Um, exactly. Candace, so Candace, Candace Against the Universe is not a movie we'll be watching. Yeah, or the new Phineas and Ferb movie. That's the, that, that's the, the new one. Is that Candace the new one? I thought the there universe. was another one after that. Nope. Okay. Yeah, and that doesn't count, because it's not on Disney Channel. Maybe we'll mm-hmm. watch it for, like, a bonus episode? Maybe. But, like... Oh, um, there's one supposedly releasing on... Uh, there's one that premiered on July 31st, 2020, called Upside Down Magic. Oh, baby. Premiered on Disney Channel. On Disney Channel? Well, hopefully they'll put it on Disney+. Plus. I'm sure they will at some point. But, Freeman? Yeah? That makes this episode almost as long as our last one. Nice, go us. Yeah, and that is, I think, a fitting season finale. I think so, too. That's not, and by the way, season finale is absolutely not going to affect anyone listening to it. No, not even close. It'll have it's no just housekeeping for our terms. Yep, you won't even see that there's a difference. No. It'll still show up in the exact same feed in the exact same way as far as I know. Yeah, it shouldn't change. It if shouldn't it does, change. let us know, but I don't think it's going to. Yeah, it, it's really just for our record keeping. Mm-hmm. And we could have had a less eventful end of a season. Yeah. But, I mean, hopefully our bonus episode will be great. Um, uh, hopefully. I have a good feeling. Yeah. I mean, I, I am. I have considered. For anyone who doesn't know, I am looking into buying a better microphone. And maybe sometime in season two we'll, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll start like a Patreon or something. And include our audio tracks of us commenting on films in it. Yeah, or maybe we'll do, like, live streams every once in a while of watching the movie. Yeah. Something, Something like, like that. that. We're looking into some more stuff. So, basically, mm-hmm. you keep listening, we'll keep making new stuff and updating it to be cooler. Hell, even if you don't keep listening, we're still going to keep making it. It's uh, true. It just won't get any better. Oh, and we're absolutely not asking for money, for the record. No, not in the slightest. You don't have to do anything. But, I mean, it'd be cool. Sure would be fun. I might... Uh, sure we would be might cool potentially you, look into like sponsorships, tr- but that's about it. Sure would be cool to get sponsors, specifically I Burger mean, King. Yeah, specifically Burger King. Sure would be cool if when everything opens up again, we can go on tour and people can throw pennies at us on stage, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll 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 scramble we'll at them like we're them. like we're the old kind of vampires that have to count. Yeah, because uh, we need them pennies, Freeman. Yes. Do you want to take us out? You know what? One last time, David, huh? (laughs) One last time, Freeman. (laughs) For old time's sake, we're definitely going to keep doing this. And in two weeks, there'll be another episode with the exact same outro. Oh, for sure. Unless we change our opening music. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Season two could be anything, baby. take, Take some of our great quotes, someone. Remix it into a sick opening theme. 
make us a sweet opening theme, and we'll give you a crisp $1 bill, because that's all <laughs> we can afford. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at unoriginals98 at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter, at unoriginalscast. Tweet us anything, whatever you'd like. Hey, as and long take as a look. Twitter can tweet it. We do make some sick memes for our episodes we do. sometimes. I'm going to make sure that there is a fantastic meme for this one. So enjoy that. Yeah. And um, thank you to Twin Music. Thank you to Twin Music for the use of the cinematic sting at the beginning of our episodes. I think that's it. Yeah. If you see us on a podcast site that has ratings, please rate us five mm-hmm. stars or thumbs up or good and mm-hmm. drop a comment on there. Not because you necessarily think we're the best. It doesn't even have to be a thoughtful comment. The comment just be can be like, hey, you suck. And you know what? That's fair. As long as it's five stars. You know, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. It, it really could be one word. It could be, you know, the letter I. Um, it doesn't really matter what it is. It's just that it, you know, tricks the algorithm into thinking we're good. And it sends more people our way so we can get better at this. Yeah, and basically there's no way that we're going to convince anyone we're good on our own merits. As if to prove my point, something really weird happened at this point in the audio where Freeman's audio totally looped from the beginning. I got no clue what happened. It cut out at this point, and it actually cuts out again at the end before he gets to the end. It's fine. We don't really say anything after this point except to say... Thank you for listening, and we really, really appreciate it. Um, and so I'm not going to drag this explanation out any longer, but thank you for listening. We really appreciate it.